Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. You know, ladies, it's really a mighty wonderful thing to know that you can always depend on Kroger Tender A beef to be fresh and tender and juicy. You can depend on that delicious tastiness because only the top quality grades of beef are used for Kroger Tender A beef. Inferior grades just won't do. Only the best is accepted for Kroger Tender A beef. And those fine grades, the top quality kind that are tender and juicy, is grain-fed beef. Right now, of course, real grain-fed beef is hard to get. Your newspapers and radio have told you why. Clear around this planet of ours, people are starving. And grain is needed to save their lives. So there you have the reason why you can't get Kroger Tender A beef when you ask for it at your Kroger store these days. Just remember, though... Kroger Tender A beef is so world famous because no other beef so fresh can be so tender. And keep this in mind, too. Until the day you can buy Kroger Tender A beef again, Kroger will always bring you the very best beef on the market whenever it is available. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much indeed. And now, Hearts in Harmony. Though Penny Gibbs doesn't know it yet, Stuart Rogers is trying very hard to make Jerry Manson pay for her part in causing the cancellation of Penny's plans to marry Steve Parker. Penny obviously has no hope whatsoever for the future. As she tells Jed... Jed, maybe your office isn't the place to talk about things like this, but I have to tell you about it now. You can talk to me about anything, anywhere. You know that, Penny. Well, this isn't strictly business. It's... Sort of a personal thing. Personal? Then it's more important than business. Sit down, child. Tell me all about it. All right. Thank you. There. Now, what's on your mind? It's not Steve, if that's what you're thinking. And, and not the stock of finding out that Professor Rogers is really a federal agent. Well, then what is it? It's about my job with the housing project. About the housing project? Mm-hmm. And you say you're not here to talk business. Why, that project has been the biggest part of my business for months. It's the biggest part of my life, too. But I'm I'm giving it up, Jed. Giving it up? Oh, you don't mean it. I have to. Well, why? What makes you think so? Jed, how can I go on with it? It's Steve's business. Staying on will mean I'll I'll still be working for him. But so what if it does? Jed, I couldn't. I couldn't after what happened. You mean even if he's cleared? I mean especially if he's cleared. I don't understand. Well, maybe it's hard to understand, or maybe I, I just don't know how to explain it. Look, Jed, you ought to realize it better than anyone else that no matter what happens to Steve, we're through. Oh, I don't believe it. Oh, yes, we are. I hope they find him innocent. I hope that more than anything else in the world. I want him to be free to go back to his work and keep his company going. Of course you do. And you want to continue being a part of it. I may want to, Jed, and I suppose I do, but I I can't. 
very thought of going on working for him's a little bit silly. It isn't silly at all, Penny. It's good common sense. Sure, things between you and Mr. Parker will be a little strained at first, but I think only for a day or two at the most. After all, you're both sensible people. Oh, Jed, sensible people. You know what I think is wrong with sensible people? What? They're not sensible at all. They're completely senseless. They call themselves sensible because they leave things as they are, no matter how uncomfortable they are. Just to keep from making changes that might upset things. They lack feeling. They lack emotion. They lack any sensitivity whatsoever to what's around them. They blithely go on, come what may, and are completely happy so long as they maintain the glorious status quo. Who have you been talking to, Penny? No one. Well, who's been talking to you? <laughs> no one. <laughs> it's mighty strange talk to be coming from you, Penny. Never heard you so bitter before. Oh, I'm not bitter, Jed. I've just been shocked to my senses, that's all. I, I was in a cloud of false happiness before Steve got into trouble. I was happy with him, happy with my job, falsely pleased with myself. You know, Professor Rogers was right. I was just a little fool pretending to be important. Oh, so he's the cause of this, is he? He's the cause of what? Of you thinking of quitting the project, giving up everything you've worked for. Well, why blame him for the way I feel? Believe me, he's had nothing to do with it. But you said Professor Rogers was right. No. What did that mean? Oh, it meant nothing except that I... I see no harm in agreeing with something I think is right. No, no harm in that. But if Rogers has anything to do with your quitting your job, I wish you'd try to disagree with him a little. He has nothing to do with my quitting, Jeff. I want to quit. I'd have decided anyway, even if the professor... If you fear he has any influence on me. Even if the professor thought I should keep the job, I'd quit anyway. Well, I don't think you should, Penny. I do. I'm telling you now, and I'll tell Steve later, that I'm through with the project. I'm finished, completely finished. I see. This is all based, of course, on the fact that Mr. Parker is going to get out of this mess he's in come back and keep the project running as always. I'm almost sure he'll be back, Jed. If he goes to jail and you quit your job at the same time, what's going to happen to the project? I think I see what you mean. Well, I'd like to know what you'll do. In case Steve doesn't come back. Huh? In case he goes to jail. In case he goes to jail, I'll keep the job to keep the project going. Good. Then you can't quit now. Not until you're sure Mr. Parker is going to come back and manage his company no, himself. I didn't mean to suggest that I was quitting today or tomorrow. I'll have to wait for a little while, of course. Wait and see what happens. But I did want you to know about it now so that if and when I do quit, it won't come as a complete surprise to you and Mother. Well, that's mighty thoughtful of you, Penny, but you know your mother and I aren't going to raise any fuss about anything you do. As long as you keep in your own... And feel in your own heart that it's the right thing to do. I know I'm doing the right thing in quitting the job when Steve gets back. I know that that's right. Well, if you say so, Penny, but it'll be only right for you to stay on if he doesn't come back. Now, don't forget that. I don't intend to. Well, I... Say, this is probably Johnny with the first playground plans. Mm. Uh, you ought to see them. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. Uh, good. Uh, come in. Uh, Johnny, I'm glad... Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, Mr. Billings. He told me you were alone in here. How are you, Miss Gibbs? Oh, fine, Professor Rogers. Uh, I was just leaving. I'll see you tonight, Jed. All right, Penny. Uh, please, Miss Gibbs, don't 
leave on my account. I can wait. No, I was leaving anyway, Professor Rogers. Bye, Jed. Goodbye. I'm awfully sorry, Mr. Billings. Your girl told me you were alone. Oh, don't worry about it, Professor Rogers. Penny came in my private entrance, and I forgot to tell my girl she was in here. It's not your fault. Well, thanks. Oh, forget it. You want to see me about something? Yes, I did. Well, sit down, Professor. Are you still supposed to be called Professor? You mean you wonder because I'm a federal agent? Yes. uh... Well, I'll try to put you straight, Mr. Billings. I was a professor before I was a federal agent. Oh. And as soon as this case is over, I'm going to be just plain professor again. Well, sit down, Professor. (laughs) I'm more welcome as a professor than as a federal agent, am I? No, not at all. You're welcome as Stuart Rogers, my boy. But uh, we won't go into that. Uh, You came to see me on a business matter, of course. Yes, though it may sound like strange business. More questioning? A little. What can you tell me about Jerry Manson? Jerry Manson? Not much. Oh. Well, how much is not much? Oh, mostly just secondhand information. Things I heard Penny and Pat and a few of the others say about her. Uh-huh. And I never had much personal contact with her myself. I see. From what I hear about her, it was just as well, too. But then maybe I'm not her type. Too old. Uh, she was pretty quick to make a play for almost any man in her company, wasn't she? Uh, so I understand. But about as close as I ever got to her was a telephone conversation, and <laughs> most of those were long distance. Uh, did you call her, or did she call you? About 50, 50. Business calls, all of them. Oh, I realize that. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah? Did you ever hear Steve Parker talking to Jerry Manson on the phone? Yes, several times. She'd call here a lot of times and want to speak to him. Uh-huh. You heard Parker's part of the conversation? Yes. What was it like? Friendly? Well, yes, I'd say it was. Even when he was trying to tell her off for some of the unpleasant things she said and did to Penny. And, uh, you know, I never can understand why he let her get away with some of the things she said against Penny. I think I do, Mr. Billings. I'm almost sure I do. Oh, oh excuse me. Sure. Hello? Professor Rogers, please. Uh, just a minute. It's for you, Professor. For me? Uh, ask who it is, will you? Sure. Who's calling? Jerry Manson. And I want to speak to him right away. It's Jerry Manson. Jerry Manson. Well, here, I'll take it. Thanks. Hello? Professor Rogers? Yes, Miss Manson. I want to see you right away. Where are you? At the Rossville Hotel. How soon will you be here? Right away. This is going to be a pleasure, Miss Manson. And all mine. <laughs> wanted to see me, Miss Manson. Here I am. And all you've done is stare at me. Yes, I know. I just want to look at you a minute to see if you look as stupid as you are, Professor Rogers. Oh. Well, how stupid do I look? Very. And you must be as stupid as you look if you think you can find out anything about me. What makes you think I want to know anything about you? Because a man has been following me for three days. And I know why, too. He's one of your agents. (laughs) Good old Tobin. He's a great man. But he was never cut out to shadow anyone. Oh, then you admit you're having me watched. (laughs) Sure, I admit it. Why? Why are you doing this to me? Because, 
I want proof of something I already suspect about you. Oh, you want proof, do you? Mm -hmm. Well, you never get it. Not about anything that concerns me. You won't find out a thing. You understand that? Not a thing. <laughs> Miss Manson, I have very little to find out. And you have a lot to hide. Just what does Professor Rogers know about Jerry Manson? Is it enough to clear Steve Parker? And will Penny quit her job if Steve is found innocent? Without her job, what is her future? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Ladies, now that we can't supply you with all the fresh and tender Kroger Tenderay beef you've been asking for, it's a problem preparing outstanding dinners, isn't it? But perhaps I can help. Let me make a suggestion. If you want a frank opinion on what to serve, just ask your family what they want. You'll get an honest answer, and mighty quickly, too. They'll say, get some of those good chickens they have down at the Kroger store. Sure, folks who know are bound to ask for our Kroger chickens. Young, plump, and tender, packed with that honest-to-goodness, country-tasting flavor. They know what's good. So why not give the family a real country-style chicken dinner? Make up your mind now to stop in at your Kroger store soon and see our firm-fleshed, luscious-looking birds. You'll know immediately that your dinner is bound to be a success with Kroger chickens. Thank you.